This podcast is not for children or the easily offended. The opinions expressed do not reflect those of the host's families, employers, acquaintances, or even the hosts themselves, depending on how incriminating said opinions might be. Coming up in this episode, Christmas cheer! And drunkenness, which meant we forgot to record the coming up in this episode segment. And welcome to the Sad Mad Dads podcast, the show where three fathers talk at you about their experiences wandering through the strange, horrifying, and exhausting, yet wonderful, exciting, and fulfilling world of being a reluctant grown-up and a parent. We're trying to get our heads around the fact that our creative dreams and desires are now small considerations in an increasingly complex matrix of family stuff that he's doing right now. We promise nothing but honest parenting, far, far too honest parenting, and this is episode 20. I'm your host, Danny Douglas. I'm, I'm Pointless Rinser. And I'm Rich Stokes. Oh, you you waited, waited until I finished the intro and then I was confused all over the place. Sorry, you should have gone first, Rich. Yeah, yeah, I've just noticed that. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. My, well, fault. Um, My fault. But there's, there's something to think about just before we get started, boys. Um, it's Christmas. I don't know the words after this bit. So, um... The biggest question probably that we need to think about is, uh, do you give a fuck? No. And uh, for, the lo- for the last two weeks, all I've done is sing carols in my head, but just blaspheming the whole way through. <laughs> Does anybody else do that? I've changed the words to pretty much every song, to be honest. Fuck a duck with Ben and Holly. Nice. La, la, la. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I but used apart to do that, that with the, uh, the prayers and hymns and stuff at school I can remember yeah. we had one that was like crossover it was like a Samaritan one like cross over the road my friend oh god yeah. the Lord Lord is strength to lend his compassion has no way me and a mate of mine used <laughs> to know. sing um, um, cross over the road my friend don't forget to look both ways <laughs> or you'll find you'll end your days oh. spread over the road <laughs> very nice <laughs> I think that was the funniest thing. Well, that's kids for you. In the whole so, world. That was feeling festive. Basically. Feeling very festive. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've got something that will probably help. Okay, so whilst doing a little search for that little orchestral bit that just happened, mm-hmm. um, I came across this one. So, what is it? Oh, it's the same song. And it starts, like, you know, fair enough what you might expect. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Even that sounds faintly sinister. Yeah. Wait for this, though. Oh yeah! Oh, nice. Ready? Eighties electro. Yeah, like it's got it. some John Carpenter look going that. on. Look at that! That's great. Dead look at the sixteen beat. Shabba. So you get the. I just that little sixteen beat comes in. I thought, yeah. I was going to use that for the first one, but it's not quite traditional. But even that though, I still felt like they were dragging a bit. I thought it was going to go. So you can't fit that many in there, can you? Critiquing, critiquing the kids. I'm singing a Christmas song. Why change the habit of a lifetime? Well, I just stri- stride into a room, look at what my children are doing, and going, no, stop, don't, not enough, too much, or just and then walk sigh. out again. Yes. And walk out shaking your head. Say, like, oh God, they can't remember the fucking lines. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Frankly, I thought your your performance in the Christmas play was poor at best. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No, I don't say that. That would be awful. Uh, it's, it's funny though because we had our uh, little three three year old lads. Uh, no, two year old lads. Get his age right. Um, first sort of nativity thing. Okay. And he, and he walked in dressed as a snowflake. Oh, he was oh. so cute. And then proceeded to. St- sit on the floor with a moody expression for the whole thing the staff kept coming around and sort of standing him up and trying to make him do the moves and he just looked at him like I will kill you yeah yeah and I think I respect that completely as you kind of like your instinct is to go oh, we, I want him to join in and be the life and soul of the party but you don't you want them to be happy yeah. yes um, like when they had my youngest it was a snowman in a dancing we're not really religious, but it's the nativity, really, school play yes. thing that they did. He literally just stood and looked like he was in hell. It, they put him in the front row. They must, he must have done this before, <laughs> like when they were rehearsing it. But they put him right in the front row and he just looked at the front, at the audience as though, like, I am burning. This is killing my soul. <laughs> I, somebody shoot me in the head. They made, and then the next show, they made him be, um, they did the three little pigs and he was the wolf. And he literally delivered every line. 
giving maximum disdain for the whole affair. And the bit where they set fire to the wolf at the end, there, there was the narrator person was like, and then the wolf ended up in the fire. And he was like, ow. <laughs> and, Brilliant. and just walked off stage. And I was like, I feel like there was something, there's another take in that, surely. <laughs> so, as, as funny as that is, are you telling me that they actually did the we set fire to the wolf bit in a kid's play? When he gets down the chimney, he falls into a fire, doesn't he? Or he falls into boiling water. I mean, neither, neither one's good for a children's tale, let's well, be honest. Yeah, I mean, sort of, you know, burning alive, small small animal. Well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, animal. like, the received wisdom is that children like really horrible things, and that's why fairy tales are really violent. Well, like yeah, nursery, Brothers Grimm. I mean, nursery rhymes are pretty nasty, generally, yeah, aren't they? Rockin' yeah. my baby mm. and all that. Who put that child at the top of a tree? It's so irresponsible. What kind of dick face. I'm going to call the health and Who's, safety yeah, officer. who signed off on that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just left it up. But... Uh, and, you know, all the Brothers Grimm stuff, uh, apparently, it wasn't evil stepmothers either. It was all mothers. Ooh. And that was changed nearer to now to make people feel less uncomfortable with yeah. it. But my feeling is you can have, like, really nasty stuff, but if it's just one kid gets really upset, because I do a lot of performing for family audiences. Yes. Yeah. If one kid gets upset, then that kind of spoils it for everyone else, really. I had to do a solo, like my own version of A Christmas Carol, the Charles Dickens thing at Compton Verney recently. And I was like, that's great. I know the story. Um, I had in my head that uh, Scrooge would be a little bit like Rick Mayle in The Young (laughs) Ones. So I thought that would be entertaining. That would be really, you know, just be, oh, God, who's that at the door? (laughs) You know, and I thought that would be fine. Then I realised it's actually just real gothic horror, isn't it? Like the beginning. The guy gets into the house like something out of the X-Files, the first ghost, Jacob Marley. Yeah. Because I thought... I can... Well, like the stretchy man. I like that X-Files one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that it's was all, good. It's like that, isn't it? And there's like... Um, he locks all the doors after all the people keep waking him up. And then he hears someone who can't possibly be alive trying to get in, so he locks all the doors. And then the locks will start unlocking themselves. And then he runs up and he's like up in his room and he hears footsteps and chains on the stairs. And it's like, I don't know how old the children are going to be for this. So I had to... I My first idea was like, I have it like Jacob Marley as though he's a reggae singer. <laughs> and have him just talk in Bob Marley song titles. Just like, don't worry, be happy, you know? Tonight you'll be visited by three little birds, ghosts. And then, you know, <laughs> but I couldn't, like, get it together in time to change it that much. So I just watered down that bit a lot. Cause, and it was lucky I did because there were, like, one, two-year-olds in the audience as well. Ah, they can't talk whatever. anyway, they're fine. Yeah, yeah, they won't be able to articulate their despair and anguish. Yeah. And there were... Uh, What's the matter, baby? You crying? <laughs> Go on, baby, That's cry. just what babies do. Um, and the, the third ghost is, like, the Grim Reaper. yeah. And I kind of changed that as well into a sort of swirling... Happy Reaper. Happy Reaper. <laughs> as opposed to a Grim Reaper. I'm his brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm the still Reaper. Reaper. But it's with a smile. Yeah, the Sleeper Reaper. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just did it like a sort of voice that you don't get to see, like a swirling wind, wind that was all around his head. Very nice too. Well, afterwards I felt sort of like I've really shortchanged everyone really. <laughs> and and it's a bit like turning around and going, I think what Charles Dickens would have done. <laughs> what the man meant the, to say. The finest novelist of all time. Um, <laughs> what what he would have done if he'd been as sliver as I am. He's changed those bits. You might be over-analyzing, so, yeah. mate, considering it's like kids' party stuff. If well, you, if you storm out of the room into the other room with the script and people have to come in and go, oh, it's just like I'm not feeling this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think my whole life is just mostly over-analyzing yeah, interspersed yeah. with living a bit. Yeah. And then I over-analyze a bit more. Sign of a creative man. You just rip everything apart that you do, don't you? At least you got the living a bit bit. Yeah. Because I'm not sure I've got that bit well, sorted out, really. I think, Phyllis, though, as long as I've got some gigs lined up and some like some wine here and there <laughs> and the family are happy, I don't really want anything else particularly. No, the matrix for success is, like, are people still breathing? Is the roof still on? <laughs> yeah, sorted. Yeah, mm. matrix for success is the red pill, <laughs> not the blue pill. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Right then, so Christmas can go fuck itself, basically. Yeah, um, well, I felt right. quite Christmassy doing a Christmas story in front of a small audience. Yeah, but I, mean, I actually but, really like Christmas, but I come to realise it's not necessarily to do anything to do with the fact it's Christmas. It's the fact that you get some time off. You see yes, your family. And you, and you can eat stuff. Yeah. 
Food, food and presents, that's the main yeah. two. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and you can start drinking stupidly early during the day <laughs> and no one starts <laughs> What's staging interventions. <laughs> Your morning yeah. coffee's got whiskey in yeah, it. Yeah. Nobody points you up on it. It's great. Right, uh, it's what, Johnny. <laughs> what you got there? Sherry. What time is it? Hello. Fuck off, it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at clocks now. <laughs> but that's oh. my feeling. But I find it's a bit like, in my head, Christmas is going to be... A bit like that Tim Minchin song, White Wine in the Sun, where all your family and your kids and everyone sort of come together. Hmm. And that's you sneaky, that song. And you're sort of like, ah. Oh. It's like, oh, you're a comedian. You know. It's, it's going to be a funny song. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I think it's oh, a it nice song. It is kind of a funny song, but no, it's a very, very good song. Yeah, there's like one, oh, it's more witty, isn't it? There's one line when he says, hmm. I'd rather break bread with Dawkins than Desmond Tutu, to, 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 to be, be honest. honest. Yes, very nice. But there's no jokes in it. No, it was, it's very It's sort of witty. It's this like is, Randy Newman, is, isn't it? It's about kids, though, isn't it? So second you start bringing the, the babies and the and the passing it around the family. But again, that's what it's all about. Isn't it? But that's what kind of what I thought. So in my head, there's like a perfect Christmas that I'll never get where I can do all the family together and it'll be fine. But it's like, unless I suddenly have a house that's like 90 times the size, I can't yes. do that. So it just becomes more of an organisational nightmare just trying to make sure you see everyone. Hmm. And then going, yeah. I should have just stayed at home. <laughs> yeah, you need to, I'm more and more thinking that actually you should just have one big party with the whole family, do it all in one day and then not see anyone for the rest of it. <laughs> but, then, but then that might just be me. That's what I wanted to do. I yeah. think last year we approached that and like got, we were really lucky and got a really, really, really cheap deal on a holiday cottage in Devon. Nice. So then nobody, it wasn't anyone's house. Mm. So no one felt under pressure and everyone pitched in with the cooking apart from me. Well um, done. Very well done. I just hung out with the children, just going, what have you got there? That's a computer. Why? You're on Instagram? You're only nine. This is amazing. <laughs> and just sort of sat around watching Christmas films. No, but that, that's child child minding. That's, yeah. that is, yeah. that's the most important Valid part. and very important role. Playing um, foosball and stuff like that. Sounds People good. gladly give you that role, have you noticed? Yes. And it's like, it's all right as long as you don't mind, don't mind kids. It's like, yeah, I'll have the kids. <laughs> Cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cartoons and crisps. <laughs> <laughs> so, who likes X-Men? Nobody, just me. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Sit down. We're watching X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, Daddy said, hey, looks like we got a snitch. <laughs> no crisps for you. Let's just don't stop let, that sentence before it starts. Let's not get Mr. Gaffer tape <laughs> But yeah, but I used to, but I, I was a very uh, nervous new dad. So when we had one child, but he was very small, I think I used to treat the childcare as like uh, diffusing, not diffusing, but carrying an unexploded bomb that might mm. go off at any point. Yeah. So I like I never really used to relish that. If it's like if it's just me and him, then something might happen. <laughs> then they'll blame me. But now I'm kind of like everything is more fun when you do it with small t- if you go to yeah. the shops yeah, yeah. and you're going with someone really young who is fascinated by the idea that there's two types of sweet corn it comes in a tin and it's on a cob oh my like, god wow. um, you know life yeah. is so much more exciting it's yeah like definitely someone it's almost like a tourist um, I think when I'd not long moved to London I really like moved to London for uh, to study and immediately thought now I'm in the big city and I can remember being at uh, Liverpool Street and some tourists came up the escalator. I think they were Canadian. And I just heard this voice go, so this is Liverpool Street. And it's, it's just a train station. There's nothing exciting about it. <laughs> it's just a place where trains are. But they made it sound as though everything I heard is true. <laughs> the streets are paved with paving. Chewing gum. <laughs> you can see the sky out of the window. You know. That's it. It's exciting. No, and that's the best bit for me is that the kids bring it back a little bit, don't they? I know it's a cliche, yeah. but they do because then, even if you don't particularly care about the day itself, it's the excitement and the fun with them. So, mind you, these days, by the end of the day, they've gone mental. Oh, they're mental! Like they're just day. unwrapping stuff and staring through it, like next thing, next thing. <laughs> don't get like, me yeah. started I've on been the presents thing. Trying really hard because my youngest, his birthday's around. Well, I'm not telling you anything. When your birthday's near Christmas, obviously it's fiddly, mm. isn't it? Mm. But it's like um, they get punch drunk with presents don't yeah, they yeah, yeah that's it exactly so this year I've tried to buy them less stuff and try and buy experiences I don't know how else to like we're going yes. to take them to places and uh, watch plays and movies do stuff hmm. my eldest I'm going to get him a course on uh, animation oh um, cool and stuff like that so he yeah. can um, have 
experiences that he can remember instead of plastic tat that will break. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's cheap to do as well because you can pass like a tube of deep heat off as experience, can't you? I think so. Well, well yeah, yeah. Just check yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's an experience. There you go. Excuse me, Christmas. do it again. <laughs> Bath time. Ah! <laughs> do it, tick. <laughs> Next oh, time, test the, the water. Yes. Dick face. I refer to my chalkboard. <laughs> uh, razor blades and the ice cream next week. What an experience that was. Uh, but no, yeah. it's 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 gone too far, and it is. If the kids are bored of the presents, then they've had too many presents. Too bloody right. Well, that's the thing, though. And like, we've never had much money at all. So I've always done loads of their Christmas shopping with uh, charity shops and things like that. Mm. Um, but they don't know that. They still they don't get care, what they? they want, so yeah. they can't quantify mm. the the money thing, side of things. So it means that they've got the same lack of respect for money that a spoilt rich kid would have because yeah. they've still got stuff. Yeah, It's just, I'm kind of like, that only cost £1.50 <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. eBay strikes again, you know, but we've still got them the stuff for them to have and then reject. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. No, I don't like it. But I just I want to get them an axe and a bow and arrow, and that's it. <laughs> when you've learnt to chop wood, and hunt and kill and skin a deer, <laughs> then we can move on to Optimus Prime. <laughs> Where's Mummy? <laughs> well, <laughs> when she's learnt to do that too, she can come back in there. Girl, well, yes. Merry Christmas, anyone who's listening. Happy New Year and all yeah. that. Yippee! Bar humbug. <laughs> la 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 la. So I did a Christmas show last year and I tried to write a Christmas song for it and I managed to just finish it this year. And it's called All I Need This Christmas Time. Jingle bells are ringing, choristers are singing, Santa Claus is near. Yes, it's almost Christmas, I feel sad and listless at this time of year Let me make it clear I hate Christmas time and I hate mulled wine I hate the lights and the trees and the baubles If you sing Rockin' Robin, I'll probably smash your gobbin All the seasonal songs are awful I cannot bear these bleak midwinter blues Cause all I need this Christmas is booze. Lovely, lovely, alcohol's the one, without it I am done like a whale on a beach. To avoid all risk, we keep the gin and whiskey well within reach. Especially during the Queen's speech. And elves can screw themselves There's no festive cheer here in me And if I see Saint Nick I'll smack him in the dick And kick him back up the chimney The only yuletide spirit good for me Is six or seven litres of JD All I need is booze Booze Lovely all of the gifts I shall refuse Lovely, fill your boots and fill your shoes Booze, it's lovely The only thing that gets me through These festively affected blues All I need is booze Lovely booze Will I hang a stocking? No, I'm not fucking two Christmas time <laughs> Yes It's booze Detox starts next year <laughs> Merry Christmas Bar humbug So that was all I need this Christmas time is booze, and I'd just like to say thanks to the terminally depressed male voice choir of Westridge Studios for lending their beautiful falsettos to the middle eight. So last week, Rich, you touched on something 
which I didn't snap up the opportunity to have a rant about because um, uh, I thought it was a film review. But then what? when I listened back to it the other week, um, it was uh, the Little Men film you were talking about. And it yeah. Was like, and you said, when the whole problem with the world is guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was yeah. literally the whole. That was basically. That was the, the whole bit, and we sort of brushed over it a bit. I didn't really think that that's what the point was, but it is something that needs to be addressed, and I think we need to start the maleist movement. Mate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's got to be a good way of doing that because there's masculinists, isn't there? But is, there ma- is that a thing already? Yeah, yeah, but they're basically like horrible dick faces. Right. I'm generalising horribly but they're they're the kind of people they're the people that go like International Women's Day when's International Men's Day and stuff like that there is an International Men's Day there is one oh there is one yeah Richard Herring's got a big thing about it well we need to start with like burning our strap-ons in the street yes yeah now I'll stop you there I haven't um, I um, <laughs> I'd have to purchase one first. Yeah, oh, I haven't got one either. <laughs> <laughs> so said that very quickly. Yeah. I mean, just I think, certainly haven't got nine. Yeah, just <laughs> thinking more more pragmatically. Tails, like, yeah, more more. <laughs> <laughs> the tails are on the back. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what it looks like. I'm not going to be judgy. So, no, I haven't got a strap on. Just to clarify. No, but, I mean, um, I'm merely just going pragmatic here. I mean, how flammable still. are they? Lots of, well, they'll be made of rubber, like yeah, you know, rubber cheap Chinese rubber, probably. But we have to get that quite hot before it'll burn properly. Yeah. Well, it so comes we out need... hot anyway when I'm... <laughs> friction. <laughs> you need more lube, mate. Well, that's very flammable. What, lube? Isn't it the same as Vaseline? Um, I suppose you could use Vaseline. That's a bit thick and gloopy, though, isn't it? Yeah. I like the... it thick and gloopy. <laughs> The I've got a T-shirt saying that. The problem with that though is that when you get up a bit of you know a bit of bit of velocity, then you're going to get froth. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, isn't it? Froth. Yeah. Petroleum froth. Petroleum. Petroleum that's froth. highly flammable. Yeah. That's, that's I once took my, my eyebrows next, off with that. That's my um, new band. Yeah. Gonna be Petroleum froth. It's <laughs> a good band name. Oh, I did. A uh, chemistry lesson that was, Mister Gibbons. Mm. There you go. There's a throwback. Um, yeah. I remember him. It was a kind of a explained very carefully what this chemistry lesson was supposed to be about, and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then he said, right, so like, I looked at it. Okay, I've got a metal dish, I've got some little clippy forcep things, I've got Vaseline and a Bunsen burner. Probably what I'm supposed to do is put Vaseline in the metal dish, hold that over the bon- mm. over the Bunsen burner with the metal <laughs> yeah. tongs. That's Maybe. sensible, isn't it? Yeah, it melts, all melts, turns into a liquid. Brilliant. Being a young, probably twelve year old, didn't realise. <laughs> yeah, that's petrol. Yes. It, yeah, that went Petroleum up. jelly. That's just up a quite long well. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. Man, I don't remember that. Um, that I was with um, Malcolm Fatkins. I'm showing sure you have horrible bullying groups. The, the celebrated chip shop owner. Indeed. Oh, was he still owning a chip shop? Well, I don't know whether he does now. Well, probably <laughs> listens. I like Malcolm. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was his fault. And I took the hit for him. Did. And I know not once did he own up to it. I just stood there and took it and... Well, maybe uh, going to an all-boys school, all three of us, is what started this sort of Ooh. feeling within Yeah, us. I have digressed into a little venting. Yeah. A little no, no, yeah, I mean, sorry. No, it's just like, does everyone feel the same way, or is it just... I forgot what we were talking about. Go on, refresh. The, the estrogenic agenda, not only of Ooh. Hollywood, but of the, of the general political feel. Well, the problem is right. they've had a bit of a shit ride oh, no, in not, the past. The original use of the word feminism mm. is brilliant. Well, it's you know, we want the right to work yeah, yeah. and to vote. Well, yeah, obviously. Equality, equality just... yeah. But it's gone so far in the other direction now to the point whereby not only are all the worst aspects of being a woman apparently have to be celebrated, but <laughs> the very, very basic needs of being a man are not only unimportant, but sort of ridiculed. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I'm in two minds on this thing. Really? I know where you're coming from, but I don't know how much of it is reactionary. You reckon? So, I mean, we've talked before about, for example, Daddy Pig. Yes. <laughs> and, and a pr- prime example. A prime example. Now, it sounds like a silly remark, but um, it's dead serious. He, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's an example of the sort of portrayal of the idiot father. Yeah. Exactly. And you wouldn't, and I'm sure it has been done in the past, but I think now you wouldn't get a fat, lazy mum who just ate chocolates and was permanently <laughs> stupid yes. playing the lead character in a cartoon. Correct. Yeah. Is that what you mean? I think that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I think what's... I don't know whether it's to do with different strains of... or what people are inappropriately calling feminism, which is just like 
being horrible to blokes. Yeah. Um, or being horrible to everybody. Being yeah. horrible yeah. to everyone and disagreeing with everyone, even people that they should sort Be of share with. an agenda with. They're probably not getting laid at any point. Which, Possibly. I mean, a big cock had helped a lot of them, I think. <laughs> Maybe. That's, burning all the strap-ons, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, yeah, earlier when I we feel said we were this going to go into misogynistic, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they need a big cock up and we'd probably be... <laughs> Well, a little bit past that. Like, it's like, go out and get some cock, then come back and we'll continue the conversation. If you still feel the same way, fair enough. But once you've been, you know, loosened up. That's the title oh, of the album so- that Donald Trump does with 50 Cent. <laughs> right, well, let's let's have that as an as an option. We'll put it we'll put it on the agenda they for next need consideration. <laughs> but I think but I feel I feel as though concurrently with that, there's like got to be a better way of being a guy that's not addressed because at the moment your media portrayal of a dude most of the time is either like really into sport and really testosterone a jock yeah mm. or it's kind of like i oh, just likes to wash up really yeah and change nappies even just- you know even like other children's nappies not even his own children's nappies <laughs> he just walks around the neighborhood like looking after dogs and doesn't and it's like there's got to be a non-toxic version of a bloke somewhere in the middle in the middle, there's got yeah. to be someone to look up to. I mean, I think, like, probably said this before on the podcast, but like, a lot of the male uh, characters in the media that were coming through, and certainly, like, actors and musicians and stuff, it's all people like Leonardo DiCaprio and Kurt Cobain and, like, really, really feminised hmm. um, icons that then suddenly you've got, like, Britpop and everything, and it's all, like, the Gallagher's going, we don't read readings for twats and stuff like that. And um, the guys from Blur going, everything's all about football. Kurt Cobain would never have shot himself if they'd played a game of football once in a while (laughs) like that, and stuff like that. So you're kind of like caught between those two things. And so maybe being 90s kids, you have a kind of like, well, I don't know. I don't want to be either of those things, really. I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's got to be a middle ground. Yeah. There's got to be a bit of testosterone while still keeping all the sensitive new age guy stuff well you could yeah, look well, at the, not even yeah I don't know the changes that we've got like, parent, obviously it's parenting podcast but like the amount of stuff we all do that probably our probably even our fathers but certainly our grandfathers would never have touched in a million years yeah yeah absolutely um, and that dynamic has completely changed and it's so, like if, if that's leveled the playing field and also you know it's no big deal for women to vote or work rightly so yeah, yeah. Hey, correct and it's yeah. like well with, you know, you've got to make your mind up across the board what you want equality to be, I think. Yeah. The problem is it gets sour, doesn't it? So you see all the... Well, there's all the bloody... I'm not going to go to YouTube comments and all that sort of shit, but there's the, all the sort of... The new wave feminists. Yeah. Stuff, they just seem to be <laughs> really horrible people. <laughs> just horrible people. Yeah. 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 yeah, but most people who comment on YouTube yes. are largely a bunch of fuckers. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a well of despair, that is. It's yeah, brilliant. really, is. really bad. If you want, uh, just... The entertainment value is quite high for the first bit, but then it just leads to severe crippling depression and hate. Yes. Yeah, it's, wondering if um, it's the worst dregs of society that you've <laughs> always feared are out there. It's just like, but oh there's God. something about being completely faceless, isn't there? Mm. It's just people just oh, with no comeback, yep. just going, "I can be horrible." Freedom, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, and uh, that's what they wanted. Well, Damn it, yes. freedom. <laughs> so that's freedom. what I demand as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I don't it's know. all just people though isn't it like if you want to be a career person and that's what will make you happy and you can do that then that sounds great mm. but then you know I suppose in the 50s every bloke had to be the career dude and women were just kind of like well I suppose I better just knit then <laughs> I don't know what the fuck do you want me to do and then there was, it was literally like you're allocated the housework but at the same time all those massive inventions that we take for granted, like washing machines and stuff, were mm. being mass produced. Mm. So it's going like, hey, honey, you don't have to do the washing anymore. And she's like, that's the only thing <laughs> I had to do. <laughs> See, this, Jesus this, Christ. This is what I don't actually get because, I mean, maybe I, I don't know if I'm alone in this, but if you said to me, right, like you rare. can stay at home and just like do a bit of vacuuming in the morning and put the washing on and load the dishwasher. Yes, please. And then your respective other will go off and earn all the money and you don't have to do that. And then, you, yes, you got to pick the kids up, but that's okay, I like the kids. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. 
So, I, I mean, obviously, uh, perhaps well, the grass is greener that type being thing. handed you on a plate and saying, this is all you're good for. I'm still happy with that. I can't. You, <laughs> your fluffy half brain wouldn't be able to cope with anything more com- complicated. Sometimes I feel like that. Yeah. Most mornings I feel like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I certainly can't <laughs> deal with anything, really. I, you know, I am late picking up the children 97 times out of 100, <laughs> literally. And I don't live that far away. Well, like a specific stat there to convert that to percentages really easily. Yes, well, that's what I said that when the teacher said that to me. Like, oh, you are late a, picking them up 97 times out of 100. Well, that's said, a percentage. Show me your figures. <laughs> and she I did. demand evidence. Yes. <laughs> she unfurled a huge wadge of papers. <laughs> <laughs> These are your sins. Brilliant. Well, no, I've, I've Mr. Twat at the top. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've just been watching too many girl films. There's been a big run. We've had Frozen constantly now for about three weeks. Wow. And I don't then, mind a bit of Frozen. It's oh, all right. It's, it's all right. But I mean, just as an example, look at the male characters in that. You've got a little weasel who's out for everyone's money. A guy who's deceiving the male, uh, female lead yeah. to get the throne. That was a bit of a rubbish twist, wasn't it? Yeah, and like... A small snowman and a smelly idiot, and that's yeah. that's your selection of men. Do you know and what I mean? And the, and the snowman's the best one. Yeah, the that's snowman's the best, the best character. One. And the trolls are all obsessed with marriage. Are they trolls? The yeah, little people the little, that sing. Yeah, yeah that's. Fix a rubber. Yeah, that one. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. But I yeah. don't know. So okay then. So which one of these male characters do you most? Uh, relate to is, smelly is idiot, frozen I like the future. <laughs> I love the way you just went. Smelly idiot. <laughs> no, just smelly idiot. Smelly idiot. Yep. That's me. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm, I might be the snowman. Yeah, I, ca- I can't bring to mind any of the characters apart from the snowman and apparently the trolls that sing yeah. now. Now I've revealed myself. <laughs> I was going to say, you can't backtrack now. You just sang the fucking song. But I, yeah, I remember that one of the guys was pretending to be friendly and wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I think, oh, he's such a bad man. Oh, 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 oh naughty terrible. man. Terrible. Yeah. But I thought that was quite good for like a modern kid's cartoon. I remember feeling interested in what was going to happen because mm. but which i didn't get with a lot of similar i just quite Disney fancied the women in it really yeah that's the thing mm. isn't it she's building that ice palace and all the women are feeling this moment of empowerment and we're just like i wonder if her vagina's freezing yes <laughs> how cold <laughs> how cold <are> you? <laughs> let it go by all means just yes. don't freeze my bollocks in the process the cold does not bother me <laughs> You know, like an but icicle. I don't want to lose any body parts very, either. Yeah, very easy to snap an icicle off at the room. <laughs> That's very true. You're blatantly going to lose it, aren't you? Yeah, it'd yeah. be like the end of Terminator 2. <laughs> it's gone. You freeze and crack. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I can honestly say I didn't think that. You didn't? No. That's the first thing I thought when I looked at it. I was yeah. like, well, is it like a solid vagina that won't move because well, it's then you frozen? can't get in, so... Exactly. This is stuff that needs to be decided before marriage, absolutely. Well, I mean, she'd have to discuss it with you know any uh, prospective husbands, yeah, or or or, or wives, because you know there's the big the, uh, controversy about whether they it could uh, be about lesbianism, could be the first uh, the sisters, gay though, character, aren't they? yeah, but it's oh, not between co- them two. Oh, okay, they're going to bring in another character, some some <laughs> massive <laughs> buxom wench, some cliched lesbian yeah. from the eighties in yeah. Dunkley Dyke, yeah. and, <laughs> and, and a KD Lang I'll, T-shirt. I'll, make, I'll melt that frozen vag of yours. <laughs> Um, yeah, Fire Dyke. That'll be the title of her song, written that's, by the same people. Yeah, that's I dyke. will melt that frozen veg of yours. Fire Dyke! Fire Dyke! That's another band name. Yeah, I, think, I don't really I, know where that went. Sorry. I don't think dyke is a, a word that people like hearing that much. I heard a lesbian say dyke. It was <laughs> Did she shout it out the window? <laughs> <laughs> One of her own kind. Well, I thought, isn't the sort of definition of dyke, isn't that like a, a, a butch masculine sort of... I thought it was just like... Uh, oh, no, it's not a, a nice, not nice word. word to yes. No, it's not. Use. Sorry, I do apologise. Um, I, don't, I don't expect anyone's listening. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We could move on to Bridget Jones, though. That was Bridget Jones's baby. That's what I came into. The other oh, there's not a new Bridget Jones, yeah, is there? There is. Oh, there's loads more books, aren't there? That's what I heard. Fucking ridiculous. It's like, who's she fucking cheating on now? Do you know what I mean? There's always two men in it. It's like, what's going on here, this slut? I do have a, I have a small thing with chick flicks. Is if you look at a lot of them, and obviously my good lady watches them, um, y- there is often a bloke 
often a nice, good bloke getting, getting fucked, fucked over, over yeah, yeah, badly in some way. Whether, yeah. regardless of whether, oh, there's this better option, and I've got to leave you for this, or you're you're too timid, and he's the bad. There's some nice guy getting fucked over. Hmm. That's ha- the guy I feel sorry a, yeah, for. Yeah, seems to happen in a lot of films. I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming the next one's Bridget Jones's like court settlements or <laughs> custody battle. The only one I'll see is Bridget Jones's rotting corpse. <laughs> <laughs> or after the Bridget Jones's baby, Bridget Jones's yeah. prolapse starts. Y- yes, <laughs> Bridget Jones's public execution. Yeah. Bridget Jones's eight miscarriages. Oh, oh fuck! Yeah. No, no. But I feel Too like. Far. But. Also, what you've said, it's it's also, it's like a trope of rom-coms, which is, it is accepted that the guy that's nice and wants to do the best by her is Gets fucked over. boring yes. and will be left. Yes. And she has to change the bad boy. Yes. And it's like... That's very bad. I don't like that. Yeah. In reality, you can't do that. Yes. Because, like... Um, the bad boy has to change himself, essentially. And isn't going to just do it because he has to, yeah. for the sake of a plot or anything. So, it's stupid anyway. Like, I've been that guy that would literally just be like, I know I'm supposed to be with you, but um, I'm going to go and be horrible anyway. Kind of <laughs> and that's not the kind of person anyone wants to be with. Love, You know, you have to change. But, because that's kind of pumped out there, there's still this kind of low-level sort of dissatisfaction it's kind of like yeah that's the trouble with people who are nice to me I've, I just want to leave them which is what all main female characters in films have yes. to think yeah but I don't, it's there's like, got to be something better out there than security and love and warmth and yeah but love's boring and safety it? like it's got to drama needs that other thing yes that, I suppose that's true but but my worry is that fucking <clears throat> then people want drama in their lives well that's and the thing and people create it for no reason yeah. I mean like I say in my early 20s I was certainly doing that I was that guy just sort of going, it was just all over the place. And I mean, I'm glad I met the woman that I married later than that because I just wouldn't have been in any condition to do it. I would have just been like, wow, this is interesting. I think when you're young, it's a bit different, isn't it? But by the time you're sort of getting a bit, getting on a bit, yeah, then. No one was fucking then. <laughs> like, your options become harder. limited, so you just take what you can get. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Then yeah. you settle down and just wait to die. So two, in, two, <laughs> two, in the, two in the morning in a club. Yeah, yeah, you'll do. Yeah. What's your name? Can't remember. Fuck it. <laughs> Literally. Here comes the bride. <laughs> <laughs> Yippee. Yeah. Anyway, well, thanks for counselling me. Right. So quite... was it was was it no good at all in the Bridget Jones film? Oh, it's just the same thing over and over again. It's like. Oh. I, I get it. I get pregnancy is a very big deal, but like, uh, it's been done. Yeah, yeah. Pregnancy's been done. Pregnancy. <laughs> so at least somebody's done that before. <laughs> Pretty sure it's happened quite a lot in the history of yeah. uh, humankind. So women need to stop making such a big deal about it. It's like, oh, well done. That's yeah, never been it? done oh, before. It's just like being a bit bloated and then like a big poo. I don't know what they're worried about. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Yep. No doubt there'll like, be demonstrations. Not they don't have any help or anything. <laughs> You've got doctors and shit. Yeah, what's the problem, man? Gas and air takes the edge off. <laughs> Certainly did for me, anyway. <laughs> they wouldn't fucking give me any. Stingy bastards. They wouldn't give you any. That's the only reason I turned up. Yeah. I, saw, I stayed in the delivery room after everybody had left and had a few more goes. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> Sat there like some sort of king. Yes, yeah. sir. Pass me that platter of grapes. <laughs> the nurse leaned in and said, That's not for you. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Talk louder. I'm Take too stoned. <laughs> Take it back if you want. <laughs> Take it right from my cold, dead fingers. <laughs> Breathe it back out of my lungs. <laughs> No, we love you women, sorry, but it needed to be brought up. Thanks for your advice, chap. It's all good. I wouldn't take my advice. No. Yeah, nobody is to listen to any of our advice. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, speaking of massive holes, um, you know that game we've played a couple of times called Cards Against Humanity? Hmm. Hmm. So we played it in episodes and uh, another time in episode. Yeah. Um, so, well, I they did something really funny recently. Um, the people who own the, the company, um, they basically set up. Well, I don't know if it was a sort of a fun GoFundMe or a Kickstarter or something. And they basically said, <laughs> um, "Keep giving us money, 
and we'll pay to dig a hole. Oh, fuck, I saw this. You showed it. <laughs> right, so somewhere in America, somewhere oh, in the US. Jesus Um Basically, Christ. they said, as long as the money keeps coming in, we'll keep digging. So <laughs> they've just started, I'm assuming, hiring a guy with a spade. <laughs> and then when it got big enough, hired a digger. Jesus. And said to people, like, well, go on, give us some cash and we'll keep going. Um... So, just for people who don't know, Cards Against Humanity, if you can go to cardsagainsthumanity.com, there'll be links in the show notes. Uh, it's a very fun game, very silly. We've played it a couple of times on the show. Um, but they marked yeah. the uh, Black Friday event by digging a giant hole funded by donations. Um, Genius. They got $100,000 donated. Jesus Christ. And the, the saddest thing is, I would... I'd have probably given them a couple of quid just for the stupidity of it all. And I'm assuming that's where all the money's come from. I guess so. It's like a, it's a massive surrealist joke, isn't it? Yeah. Clever. So this place said, look, the more they dig, the more expensive it gets, obviously, because it's a fucking enormous hole they're going to dig. Um, and they've said the, the hole is located in America and in our hearts. <laughs> oh, That's very clever. And, and so is the, uh, that picture that's on the Guardian yes. website... Indeed. Is that the actual genuine hole? I believe so. The Cars and Humanity Hole located in America. It's what it says. So presumably they've bought a plot of land. So it's quite well, expensive. Have, well, yeah. Or, the, or they've hired... Or Well, then again, if it's, it's American, it's, it's fucking massive. Yeah. If someone who owns a bit of land said, can I dig a hole there? They'd be like, okay. <laughs> we'll put a pole in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, quite possibly. That's where we're going to put the ethnic minorities. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and I my, one of my favourite things was one of the FAQs on the sort of the funding thing said somebody's giving him some shit saying why aren't you giving all this money to charity and their reply was why aren't you giving all this money to charity you're giving us money to dig a hole just yes. don't give us the money yeah yeah this is the maddest thing and I kind of saw it for half as really really funny and half as what the fuck is going on with us as a species it's yeah. like the horse meat lasagna thing do you remember that no, yeah, yeah. They just gathered I'm, all these. Vaguely. You had to recall all these lasagna meals mm. because they had horse meat in it. Yes, I did see that. And burnt them by the fucking truckload. It's the same sort of vein as that. It's like, why, why, why are we doing this? I got, I got no problem with eating horse. I think, no, lo- be I right, think loads it? of people said, yeah. Well, if you're happy to eat, you know, if they said kitten, I could imagine there'd be an outcry. Yeah, there's not much meat on them. No, no it'd be it's like all fluff, bony bullshit, fucking <laughs> yeah, bony, lasagna. fluffy bullshit. <laughs> but. But also, they're sort of significantly cuter. But I think if you're happy to eat a cow, surely... Like, I'm vegetarian, so I don't know, but, like... No, I'm, I'm fully... The whole thing about this with regards to eating anything that's an animal, mm. if you're happy to eat... If you're happy to go and buy a pack of chicken breasts, you should be perfectly happy of eating and killing anything. No. And if you're not, you shouldn't be eating it. So this is what I'm worried about, is because perhaps we're moving towards some sort of apocalypse-type scenario when... <laughs> I think we'll have like 40 years and the water's going to run out and um, then civilization's going to go right down the toilet. So is it really irresponsible of me bringing up children who are vegetarian? And should I actually be teaching them to kill and skin a pig and mm. use a bow and arrow and use a throwing knife so they can subsist, so they can like, you know, otherwise they're going to have to just like be like, well, in the spring, everything will be fine when the potatoes grow. <laughs> Whereas everyone else would be like, do you want some meat? Ah, we're we're all big rat. and strong, full of protein. <laughs> we're having vo- roast vegetarian. Yeah, my, my kids will be like, no thanks, I'll just have some leaves off that think, tree over there. Well, I mean, you've said this before, probably on the podcast, that if it came to the point of it's eat meat or starve, then the meat's going to happen. Going to get it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm interested with this because... I know all three of us, have you having said that, have had the sort of apocalypse thing to the point of, I have supplies. Right. Well, I've been thinking like, um, like I've read a lot of survival books and things. And yes. Obviously, the quickest thing to keep you going is to catch a bird or something. You know, pro to eating animals is the best way yes. to keep you going in short bursts. Yeah, obviously, it takes more energy, energy to rich. kill and catch something probably have to do it in a different order to that but <laughs> it's quite easy to catch once you've killed it yes. it doesn't, <laughs> run, doesn't run away very fast <laughs> come back too slow yeah <laughs> don't run yeah. yeah you see what i mean though definitely but it's all right if you're worried about water just there's this massive hole in america that's yes. got a shitload of water in it Be probably good. we'll build a bunker in there i think yeah i'll have to write to him i'm glad I'm, yeah cash. i'm glad i'm actually quite glad i don't live in america because i would probably build a bunker yeah. 
Because you can. Because you mm-hmm. can. Why not? Yeah, but it is that is one of the strangest things I've seen this year. It's just bonkers like, and why? Great big question mark stamped over that one. I don't get it. Funny though, if it was like a contemporary art installation, you'd just be like, oh yeah, of course they are. Of course that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I think yes. Icon Gallery in Birmingham. Probably uh, by the hole. Raised like probably an amount not a million miles away from that to just bury an aeroplane. Wow, that's so ingenious. I know, man. That's was, fresh thinking, man. It was a comment on... Yeah. <laughs> did, they all, did they all stand around and go, fuck, it's so far underground. That's the opposite of what an aeroplane is. Dude, the juxtaposition between function and, and yeah. artistic merit is just... Let's get a bunker and float it in the air. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> fill it full of helium. <laughs> Let's shoot retard. a fish out of a cannon. <laughs> it's art. Yippee! <laughs> Look, there goes a bear on a bicycle. Yes. Oh, it's been done. <laughs> That's so 1987. Yeah. yeah. Fucking what weird. is going wrong? It's people starving in the world for fuck's sake. Exactly. Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, um, we were thinking uh, next year about getting other guests on to Sad Mad Dads. We were wondering what you guys out there think about that. You please tweet us your thoughts at, at Sad Mad Dads on Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook as well. Yes. But to we were thinking about having guests on. We we're going to interview them about their parenting techniques, how creative people, other creative people, balance the things they love doing and looking after the people they love in their life. And we were going to try and finalise some set questions. Mm. So just to kick things off a little bit, um, one of the questions I'm really interested in is how, how do people get their kids to go off to sleep? Like, do, they, do you have like a... a few set lullabies that you that you sing to them are there songs that you sing regularly kind say of your prayers little one I, I do yeah, sing yeah. them that one actually do you um, <laughs> so yeah uh, so uh, pointless do you have any songs that you sing to your kids is there like a bedtime um, routine no there's no specific one that I always like go back to um, we had a ba- like one of them gym balls for ages you know the big gym ball thing right you know, that's to- not a song right um <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was more less about songs and more about methods of sleep. Oh right, okay. Well, I thought if it, if it's more open ended, then if you don't sing them songs, then perhaps, then the question <laughs> gets to still live on. Do you sing them songs? I've, no. I've got this jimbo. <laughs> I didn't know like, what else I to say. say. Oh, jimbo! <laughs> He's going to sleep. Like, it's actually just a guy called Jim Ball. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and does the greatest hits from Lazy. Beautiful voice. <laughs> No, I can't. That's I can't cool. sing, so I, I'll just I use the gym ball. Cool. You say you can't sing. You 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 can. You've actually got fair tone. You can tell yeah. pitch in that. Yeah. And you, you sang along very well when Stiff Willie Cockburns was in the studio Indeed. with us. <laughs> singing his beautiful yeah. songs. And a baritone voice could be uh, yeah, man. Yeah, it doesn't work for getting kids off though. Nearly bass. Oh, <laughs> doesn't work for getting sleep. kids off. I'm glad. That's a very good thing. Go to sleep. <laughs> Close your eyes. I think, yeah, that's proper tone, man. That sounds great. <laughs> so, go. sorry. Cool. Danny Duckus. Uh, do you have any uh, do you know what? set I, songs? I or? had um, quite a few for our first child, my daughter. Um, that we saw, but I, I don't know why. Do you know what? Actually, I've just it's just clicked into my memory. Um, it's a version of Birmingham Jail by... Right. Oh crap! Blue singer, um, Jesus. Who was it? Not Jesus. Uh, that Jesus. white guy from the, other one. Um, the film. Was, Correct. It's yeah. it's a uh, it's stir. I think it might be stir crazy. Gene yes. Hack, not Gene Hackman. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder film. film. Yeah, yeah. It's a great um, film. And there's the guy that doesn't talk in that, and then suddenly he busts out a a cappella version of of Birmingham yeah. Jail. I haven't seen that film. Oh, really? What you not seen that film? It's a great film. Um, and he's got a lot. And I used to. That would just used to, for some reason, help her go to sleep. So that was something I used to do. But um, the second one, no, I don't really care about him. So we just sort of punch <laughs> him in the face. <laughs> to bed. It's often the way. But he doesn't. No, the second one doesn't react to sort of singing at all. Doesn't That's do anything for him. Now I come to think of it, I used to do Pink Floyd, Mama. Oh, really? One? Yeah, that was a terrifying thing to sing to an infant Mother, child. can you trust the government? That and one. Like, Mama's going to put all of her fears <laughs> into you. <laughs> yeah. Mama's yeah. going to make all of A friend of mine sings his kid uh, Asleep by the Smiths. Do you know that one? Oh, I don't know that. Um, it's a very sad song. 
Yeah. And obviously it's Morrissey, so obviously he's the worst person anyway to do the <laughs> Morrissey's favourite lullaby time. <laughs> Kill yourself, child. But it's, it's like a... Sing me to sleep. Sing me to sleep. I don't want to be on my own anymore. Kind of thing. Fuck. I'm, yeah. pr- I'm assuming he doesn't do a Morrissey impression when he does it. <laughs> that's, that's almost as dark as Mother. Yeah. But yeah, that's a full-on... That's cool. Yeah, my eldest one, he just reads now, so he doesn't want songs. Doesn't want any songs at all? No. But it's sort of, I've kind of made it into a thing, but now he doesn't want to do it. But like the younger one, he'll have songs and stuff and he'll drift off while I sing to him. Hmm. But like since we had all like troubles with our house and especially there was a lengthy period where it was kind of like, we probably might lose our house unless I can find thousands of pounds from somewhere. (laughs) And I was singing him songs like somewhere there's a place for us and like my house by Tim Minchin and live with me by the twilight singers. I was subconsciously damaging him. I didn't really realize. Uh, sort of going, oh child, our lives are fucked. <laughs> but again, it depends what age they are. Don't they? Cause if they don't understand speech yet, I don't think they get much of the nuance, but I don't really like, but there's no songs of, of now. And my wife says the same thing. There's no recent songs really by bands I mean mm. that you can sing a cappella and have it work you can't just sit sit down and sing Black by Pearl Jam not that that's recent oh, he's gonna that's pull our up generation on that. that's like fucking 20 um, years ago but like you know I can remember my mum singing stuff like You Are My Sunshine and stuff like mm. that old old songs and it's a sort of tightly written melody it still works when you've got no the problem is I have no idea what's going on in actual popular culture generally not or music so I can't really comment there's, there's a, a Justin Bieber he's probably a bit out of it already I don't know Li- uh, Little Mix who's that that's some kind of kiddie that's girl group sort of like the Sugar Babes yeah is it? Mm. that's like the Sugar Babes but for these generation uh, but yeah it's kind of it's one of them Little Mix Little, little Mix okay see I, I personally think it's a, a play on Little Minx oh right but I might okay. be reaching there no it's a bit creepy too bit creepy yeah. So anyway, anyway <laughs> second yeah. question. But yeah, I found the. Uh, funnily enough, I just, I just typed. Uh, I was trying to correct my fact checking. I still don't know who sang the original, but I just typed Birmingham Jail into Google. Other search engines are available, um, <laughs> and that video pops straight up. So um, I wonder if it's the full thing. I'm not going to. Then Max. Oh, adverts. Other search engines adverts. are available, but <laughs> yeah. like anyone's so, going to go through yeah. that daily motion. There we go. The valley so long. Bit of reverb on that though. Hang your head over. Hear the wind blow. Head like a potato. He does have a head like a potato. So I'm just going to leave that going under. That's pretty good. We're allowed to use it if we're commenting on it. Okay. So. First of all, it's a fucking brilliant film. If you haven't seen Stir Crazy, then go and watch it. Richard Pryor, right, man, he's amazing. Have you seen yes. Blue Collar? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Great. But um, yeah, I used to sing this to her, and she used to go to sleep. That's beautiful. And I'll be honest, it is lovely. I don't think it was good as this guy. But the point of the matter is that she used to fucking go to sleep, and that was that was the motivation. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I'd sing three songs, and then I could just go. Yeah. All right. So oh, different yeah. question. Hmm. Um. This is what I'm more interested in, to be honest, really. Parenting fails. Oh, God. <laughs> How long you is, got? Is there a moment? Is there a, something you can... Obviously, you don't have to do anything too personal. But is there a moment where you've sort of gone, oh, yeah, I've completely fucked that up? <laughs> yes. I tend to think that two or three times a day. Mm. I don't know about... Or if you think thinking actual it, big ones. Yeah. Are either of you happy to go? I can go first while you're thinking. Or... Go on, and you go You go first. Feel free. Then, this, this is quite a, a light, silly one, really. This isn't a kind of, I've definitely done permanent damage here. <laughs> but like, when our eldest was about two, sort of pushchair age, um, I'd been uh, convinced against my will to go out to a sort of jumble sale with my wife and mother-in-law. And I was See, already that. that sounds like some kind yeah, of horror film. Like yeah, I mean, I hate nightmare. shopping anyway. Um, but the thing is, they do too, really. So it doesn't make it any better. But we'd got, we were going round anyway, and we'd loaded up the pushchair 
Could I just clarify that was by no means a slight on your wife or mother-in-law. It was just literally the shopping thing that <laughs> yeah, did it for me. This, is, this already sounds shit to me. <laughs> Those two pricks are involved. <laughs> no, you mentioned both... your wife. Fuck it out. Yeah, makes me want to shit myself. Yeah, no, they're both awesome, obviously. But yeah, so the the um, the the pushchair, the back of the pushchair was loaded up with stuff that had been bought. Mm. I was pushing it round in the sun in that kind of sort of slightly sulky kind of way. And like, I fucking don't like this. This is rubbish. Um, but I was in charge of the kid and that's all right. And he'd gone to sleep finally after all the pushing because he hadn't enjoyed the shopping either. And then once he'd gone to sleep, literally within 45 seconds of him going to sleep, I spotted at this jumble sale a really nice looking guitar in fact it wasn't even that nice looking but it was a guitar and I play the guitar so I was like ooh a thing that's about me all of a sudden <laughs> let go of the pushchair handles and the shopping dragged him straight down oh. to the ground and literally jolted him about right, right up into the hood of the pushchair <laughs> he was like kaboom, and you could see his little head make an indentation in the top of the you know the little the little hood thing that uh, keeps the sun off them yeah. he sort of went kaboom and then he just started screaming his head off. Everyone looked at me like, "Bad dad, you're the worst <laughs> in the world." Yeah. You, you saw a thing you wanted, and, and you let your child get hurt. <laughs> so there you go. That was a, a parenting that's, that's, mate, that, yeah, that's, that's right. That's fine. That's really nothing. Standard. Man. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a particular instance, but that- <laughs> for me, I just beat them black and blue all day every day. I'm going to fuck up, so I might as well do it on purpose. Yeah, my yeah. Lunch. <laughs> no, I don't think there's anything particularly physical. I went, I went, I did the whole sort of trying to pin them down to change a nappy at one point, and realised that just it was somebody else. <laughs> it was passerby. No, so you forget that first of all they're little, and secondly you're big, yeah. and so you're thinking, right, well, if I can just keep them on their back by pinning their shoulders back, then they'll be on their back and I can change their nappy. Great. You think, well, yeah. hang on, I need a hand free to to do the nappy changing thing. Right, so I'll just use one hand to pin both shoulders because they're only little. Yeah. <laughs> and then realise that, oh, no, that's called a bar choke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so, like, with, within a second of doing it, realised that fucking... Uh, that, yeah, that fairly, fairly high-level jiu-jitsu, just <laughs> fucking... You're a two-year-old bosh. <laughs> and, yeah, I felt bad about that. It worked, but, though. It did yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't move around much after that. Pacify. <laughs> I've done that the other way round. What, rear with, naked chokehold? With, no, with, like, a real... <laughs> with a real struggling nappy change, you sit at their head end... Sorry, I just punched my headphones. You sit at their head end and hold down their shoulders and then lean over their body to change the nappy. Oh, so like north to south sort of. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I literally felt like some sort of prison guard. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, this is yeah. wrong, man. No, it's weird, isn't it? No, I don't like that. I'll pass that over then. It's, um, it's one of them stories that I shouldn't tell in case it gets back to the wife, to be honest. It's all right. We're not Is publishing this online. She's a big fan of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, she doesn't listen. She didn't care. No, my there wife doesn't listen either. Um, Neither does mine. <laughs> if only <laughs> we had someone in our lives. We spent so much time making this thing. Uh, there was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. No, no. There was, there was uh, uh, the, the last day of term at um, school. Uh, my, my eldest boy did his first year of school reception. I believe they call it. Yeah. Um, and uh, that vague recollection of something along those lines, yes. <laughs> when you turn up to the school and say, I'm just popping into reception, everyone looks at you funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was uh, like a day where you had to send them in with like a game and a treat. And uh, and um, I'd sort of lost interest in the whole sort of being a parent thing by that end of term. Yeah. I fucking had it. Um, but uh, the problem with being um, uh, a dad and being like a stoner as well is that there's all kids stuff everywhere and you're just basically one of the kids in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? You can't yeah, yeah. be leaving fucking chocolate bars lying around and res- reserved Christmas treats and stuff like that and end of term treats. Um, and uh, sending um, sending him off to school, um, I'd eaten half of his chocolate bar that was meant for his lunchbox. <laughs> you raided your son's lunchbox? No, 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 because I didn't know that's what it was for. And now, like, come on, it's a box... No, 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 listen, listen, That's listen. a lunchbox. It was, the chocolate bar was hidden away from the lunchbox, 
up in the mug cupboard. Okay. Okay. So that in the morning you could just stick it in the lunchbox before we you know without him seeing it. Well, it wasn't it. in the lunchbox. No, no, it wasn't well, in the lunchbox. Well, it's fair game, yeah. man. So I've just chomped half of it. Yeah. And even as I've done it, I've gone fuck. You know when you just think that was that was meant for something that just tastes like guilt for some reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so in the morning she's like, "Are you dropping my so and so in?" Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and and there's the treat in the mug cupboard for him. Oh, fuck well, no, you! There up. isn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stuck the half a chocolate bar in there. Um, thinking that he'd just go, oh, that's awesome. You know, oh, my dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, pick him up from school where there was um, a bit of a sort of a nod from the teacher, sort of, you know, come over here kind of thing. Oh, there's a bit of an incident today. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> First child's name. Did push to girl. <laughs> <laughs> at snack time and um, I was like it's oh, a bit unusual yeah that's not like you and I turned down to him and I'm like is everything you know everything alright aware that he wouldn't do that for no reason and um, his response was so <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can feel it coming <laughs> his response was so gangster that I just felt immediately awkward <laughs> she deserved it <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like um, why she ate my chocolate bar. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, we'll deal with this one. Thanks ever so much. Good day. <laughs> That's all the information. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> I will deal with this on our own terms. Thank you very much for the yeah. So I did feel bad about that. And to this day, that's the first time I've sort of told anybody about it. So. Well, well, it's okay, man. We'll keep it perfectly secret and, and won't publish it yeah. on, uh, on a podcast that's available for anyone to listen to worldwide. Yeah, please bleep the relevant information uh no yeah. oh man <laughs> well see, you didn't know though i didn't know and i don't mean mm. to do stuff like that i'm just a knob by accident so <laughs> yeah to, i mean to be fair he's he's looked at something and think that's half eaten and then blamed it on someone yeah so i mean there must have been some sort of scenario like they've opened their lunch boxes or whatever or their treat box whatever it is and he's immediately yeah. blamed the nearest and woman. he looked away for a yeah, minute he and looked away for a second Sal turned around person. <laughs> maybe sit next to the fat kid in the class yes yeah, <laughs> i don't know smeared with bounty yeah but yeah <laughs> nice. not a great not a great parenting moment i gotta be honest thank you for mm. sharing yeah <laughs> um my name's Duckers and I'm a parentaholic. I'm a parent. <laughs> Hi, Duckers. Yeah, no, it's it's like that though. I've done the same thing. Like, um, they're supposed to take fifty p into school if they want to mm. to um, spend on toast or whatever at break time, and I didn't realise for ages. But um, my eldest was not purposely not spending his fifty p, thinking he was saving up and going hungry. <laughs> Waiting till lunchtime, thinking he'd saved like 50 quid by the end of term. Going like, now I can buy this. I was like, no, you can't, mate. You didn't spend it on toast. You fucked. <laughs> I, I, I saw 50p in your wallet. I left 50p in your wallet. It's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not giving you £2.50 a week. Oh, you get pocket money anyway, dude. So that Nerf gun you wanted. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no chance. No, we, you have to watch those Nerf guns, though. Right, there you go. There's a quick funny story. So... We were at a birthday party a couple of weeks ago, uh, and I won't name drop the guy in case he's listening. Um, Nerf guns are in the house. They are not in our house. I know they're in your house, pointless. Mm. Uh, they're not in our house for, for a very good reason, because they're fucking brilliant. Yeah. And I, first of all, I know I'd play with them constantly. But secondly, there's a serious... Some, the, some of them, they have a serious velocity on them. <laughs> and this particular child at this particular birthday party, it's his birthday party, so we can't pull him up on it. Um, but he has been given this Nerf gun with it's a nice little revolver thing with a little you know revolver wow. barrel on it, little darts about I don't know sort of three inches long with the hard tip on the end. Yeah, yeah. and you've seen them; they go. Yeah, um, and it's quite accurate. Got, yeah, yeah uh, well, correct. Um, and he's he's sat there playing with it, and we've loaded it up for him, and he's going choo choo choo, and it's great. And then he just goes off and plays with it, and then comes back, and all the dads are sat, sitting around talking. And his kids just comes over, sits down, looks at us with with this loaded nerve gun in his lap, <laughs> and then without breaking eye contact with me, just pops it up, fires it gangster style on the side, <laughs> sideways, and hits his father in the eyeball. Yeah, Jesus. Like, like not not sort of holding it out, giving him any warning or anything. Just sort of holds it out and goes boom, <laughs> and 
catches the guy straight in the eyeball <laughs> from the side, so he probably doesn't even blink. <laughs> like, he isn't bleeding, but it ain't far off. And it, it, the guy's crippled. He was on the, almost on the floor, sort of, to the point where by his initial reaction, you sort of think, well, hang on, is he, is he playing along? Is he pretending to play dead? Well, no, actually, he's just in agonising pain. <laughs> and, and so immediately, sort of, the kid's like, hey, good shot. I'm going to do that again and starts aiming at other people. And we have to oh, sort of go, no, 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 no. But it was, it <laughs> was like, shots fired. <laughs> Absolutely. Take him down. It's brilliant. It's just, you couldn't have, and you, you do that certain standard bloke thing of sort of, everyone rallies around and says, oh, you're all right, mate, you're right, you're right. And the second you realise, no, it's not bleeding, it's fine, at which point you then can laugh at him. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is that a parenting fail because he armed his child? I don't see why you would give a two-year-old a nerf gun. Yeah. Well, a two-year-old, yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's three. Yeah, I suppose he's three. Yeah. It's too dangerous. We're back into the whole sort of loaded handgun territory that we talked about a few episodes. You're not going to kill anyone with it. You can take the eye out. Though. That's the worst thing that can happen, though. An eye shot. Yeah, and you I mean, know. it is a it's a one off. It's a pretty damn good shot. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. Don't aim on people's I'm, faces. I'm sort of giving it to them in the hope that they then don't grow up to really want a gun because yeah, they've, yeah, they've sort the of thing. had just a casual firearm lying around. Well, do you remember that yeah. Ghostbusters thing we had? It's pathetic. You used to fire those foam tubes. Yeah. Didn't use it or anything, but the Nerf guns, bloody go for it. Yeah, Definitely. they're good. They've come on a bit. Well, I think everything is a bit more sophisticated. But like when I was a kid, my parents didn't like the idea of me having guns. I should just make them out of Lego. Yeah, exactly. You'd find a way of making a gun if you're yeah. a boy. It's cops and rubbers, isn't it? Mm. Definitely. Good. Well, yeah, we'll get that rolling then. So, uh, yeah, any suggestions? At Sad Mad Dads, give us a shout. Uh, we've got a couple of people lined up. Uh, but yeah, watch this space in 2017. Well, that's about all the time we have, and it's late, and I've got to go to work in the morning. So, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, all that's left to say is thank you very much, Pointless Rinser. No problem. Uh, thank you, Mr. Rich Stokes. Thank you! I'm Daddy Duckers, and thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. The Sad Mad Dads podcast is free to download and always will be. You can find a shed load of free audio, comedy and music and also get in touch on our website, sadmaddads.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can also find the link to our Patreon page on the website and every little helps. You can also help us by leaving us a five-star review wherever you can and telling your friends about the show. We really appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.